0: Ben Roethlisberger back to pass, looking, and throws, and it is complete touchdown, Juju Smith-Schuster on a third and four, and his third touchdown pass for Ben Roethlisberger, Uh, Juju having fun in the end zone. He's missed from 47, he's had one block from 44, he's missed from 42, he's missed an extra point, snap, set, kick. for Gostkowski. The Titans get the win over the Broncos despite special teams that weren't very special. Bronco fan Scott Gerard suffering online predicting an hour in advance. You just know he's going to kick a game winner and sure enough kicked the game winner. It wasn't pretty but the Titans get the win. Before that it was pretty for the Steelers. They dominated the Giants. They look good. You enjoy your Monday night doubleheader, PK? Uh, Yeah, it was
1: fine. Yeah. No, I was okay with it. I mean, I don't live and die by any of these teams, so I don't suffer. I don't understand the suffering as a fandom. That doesn't make any sense to me. If it's that painful, don't watch it, but that's always been me.
0: Well, it wasn't painful for the Steelers. They look like a playoff team. There's certainly a long way to go, and maybe it's because the Giants are horrible. Throwing picks at the end of 19-play drives, that's pretty pretty painful, but not if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers. The uh, injury report, uh, the Niners announced that star tight end George Kittle has a sprained left knee, suffered a loss to the Cardinals on Sunday. His status for this week against the Jets is to be determined, but there were fears it was worse, so I suspect they're pretty happy with those results in San Francisco.
1: Uh, Static, over the moon.
0: <laughs> I don't know if they're that fired up. Free agent safety Eric Reed calls the NFL's social justice campaign this season half hearted at best, and the league's use of video of Colin Kaepernick kneeling while the quarterback remains onside diabolical. Reed said on social media Goodell uses a video of Colin courageously kneeling to legitimize their disingenuous PR campaign while simultaneously perpetuating systemic oppression.
1: Blah, blah, blah.
0: Yeah. He's not signed. Would he say that if he were signed? If he said that, if he were signed, would he be unsigned? Yeah. Uh, Rams coach Sean McVay says he's likely responsible for the NFL memo sent to reinforce that coaches must wear face coverings at all times on the sidelines during games and threatening discipline for all those who don't comply. I figured that memo was directed at me. I've been getting blasted all day about it, so I just love it. I'll do better. I don't think he's the only coach they sent that out for, but if he thinks he is, there you go.
1: He's been getting blasted.
0: That's what he says, attention. yeah. That I part of it was more tongue-in-cheek on his part. Yeah. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. On our flight to Navy, we had tested, and everyone on that plane, on that chartered flight, uh, tested negative. On our return, we were able to test our guys and had a small number of positives. What complicates things a little bit more is that um, the majority of our tests – have been uh, asymptomatic. When you're, when you're looking through it and trying to find out how many people this could affect or, or, or affected, uh, the, the mindful and the uh, responsible thing to do would be to postpone this game, uh, get an early jump on it. And I'm feel fully confident that uh, we as a football program and sports medicine department and school have done all the, uh, the right things in leading up to this point, in including making this decision to postpone the game. Kalani Satake talking about BYU not playing Army this weekend. He said he couldn't even tell you how many different uh, medical people and agencies he had to talk to. So ultimately, they're not going. I'm sure BYU fans are scratching their head because they see the Texas Tech played. and They've had 75 positive cases since players returned to campus in the middle of June, and six are active currently. So why one school gets to play and another school has to sit, well, that's a question we've been asking for weeks and that's uh, just one more example.
1: Well, I told you yesterday about the guys, the three guys coming back that were that tested positive and I told you there were some outside folks involved. And I've been hearing that they've been getting pressure because they uh, are there's teams in the state that aren't playing. So, sort of adds up to what I've been saying.
0: LSU defensive lineman Neil Farrell expected to opt back into the 2020 season after initially opting out. Uh, he started in 15 games, all 15 of them last year as they went 15 and 0. And LSU's lost several guys, so they'd probably be pretty happy to get him back.
1: Yeah, uh, we're very happy to get him back, and we think that he's going to be a major addition to our club as we try to repeat. We got a lot of talent, a lot of it's inexperienced, but you know, we'll get some experience out on the field, and I think we'll be good. Go Tigers!
0: You two are pretty good at that. I wouldn't have bad. Give it a shot. Uh, I don't know if I can. (laughs) I don't know if I can. I love LSU. Go Tigers! I think you two are better. DJ PK. Hashtag NBA. NBA doubleheader today. Heat and Celtics are starting the Eastern Finals. They're going to play at 440 on ESPN. And then Game 7, Nuggets and Clippers at 7 o'clock. Who's going to the conference final? Just heard Steve Cleveland and his take on this. And that as exciting as Game 7 will be, the Lakers will be either one of these teams. As long as they don't play their two bigs together. Got to play AD at the 5. That was uh, Steve Cleveland's big point. With AD at the 5, they'll handle either one of these teams.
1: They have three bigs, but don't play them together. I mean, Dwight Howard, too, he hasn't been playing much. And McGee, and yeah, I mean, that, those two guys are just kind of spare parts. So that makes sense. But there's a lot of riding on this Clipper thing. You know, Doc Rivers, his rep as a coach. You know, he told us that, the, that the, they love the country, but the country doesn't love them, and it was very tearful and all. Yeah, but that's great. You're paid to win games. That's the reality of it. I mean, people don't want to say it. And if you say anything against the cause, you come off as racist, I get that. But this is game seven, and you're paid to win. And you had a 3-1 lead. And you don't have any injuries, so you've got no excuses. And you have to win this game, or this is a monumental, colossal choke. This will be one of the bigger chokes that has been out there if they don't win this, in light of all the things that have happened. And you could be a warrior and social justice and all that, and that's great. Go ahead and do it, but you're on company time.
0: You are the. T- oh, go ahead. You gotta win. You're the two seed. You are the favorite. You're up three one. A lot of people think you're the two seed. The only reason you aren't the one seed is because uh, you know you basically rest guys all the time and you never had your whole team together. Basically, you were kind of just laying low. A lot of people expect you to win the championship. Going out in the second round with Kawhi Leonard. I mean, you can say go get better players, but they went and got the best players.
1: Oh, it's not. That's not it.
0: I know. They went and got the best players. So now, win your second round series.
1: Yeah, I think certainly it's on the players and course, but I think it's also on Rivers here.
0: Bucks owner Mark Lazzari told Giannis Antetokounmpo the franchise is willing to spend into the luxury tax to get a championship caliber supporting cast around him. Giannis is up for an extension, or he can play out his final season of the contract and enter free agency next season. Said he wasn't going to demand a trade, but Buck fans will be pretty down if he plays it out and leaves. And he didn't say anything about that. He said he wasn't going to demand a trade. So, they're letting him know the cash is there, PK. We'll do whatever it takes.
1: Okay, well, you can let me know, but show me no. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League
0: Baseball. Stevenson. Four for ten on the year, and he crushes this one to left field and deep. Way back there, it is gone! Tyler Stevenson, a pinch hit, walk off, two run home run to lift the Reds past the Pirates, three to one. Tyler Stevenson walking it off for Cincinnati there in their victory. The uh, Mariners and Oakland Athletics. You see the highlights from that one. PK it was all smoky and hazy in the dorm in the dome in the dorm in the dome uh, from all the fires in the, uh, the northwest. That was kind of spooky looking.
1: Uh, it was on television. I didn't need to see the highlights. I watched it. It was on Fox.
0: Mariners were uh, down five nothing and rallied back to win the first game of the doubleheader and get the split there. The uh, Padres beat the Dodgers. Muncie. Couple uh, critical decisions there at first base. Uh, bad decision coming home, and then a throw into left field. Two big plays in the beginning for the Padres as they broke open a one-one game. So yeah, they're, they're a game and a half back at the Dodgers now with an eight-game winning streak.
1: Yeah, that was a huge. Uh, this is a huge opportunity for them just to show that they belong. I mean, the Dodgers don't really need to show that they belong because they have belonged, and they're not playing with a full, healthy lineup. Uh, but the Padres are the upstart team in 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 all of baseball, really. I mean, the White Sox to a degree. But the White Sox, much like the uh, Padres, had planned for this and spent some money and, and were looking to this as an opportunity. But as far as the National League, and if you can beat these guys, if you can sweep them, wow, that would be something. Uh, it will be interesting to see if there's uh, anything going on tonight because Grissom hit a home run could put him up 2-1. Yeah, and they didn't like that. He did sort of prance. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Look at it for a while and then celebrate and have some more respect. Respect the game, respect Kershaw, all that kind of stuff After They were yelling
1: at him. Yeah, but it's, uh, as he was rounding third, coming to home, Dodger dug out. It's interesting because baseball gets hit up with unwritten rules, but yet for some reason they take the abuse when every sport has it. It's not like they're the only sport that has it. Try jacking up a three at the end of the game and see what happens. And, wrong answer. Yeah. Right. So, Got to dribble out the clock. For Jerry Sloan reason,
0: apologized to who, which player was it? Somebody went and scored
1: at the end of the game, and he apologized for it. Yeah, basketball they, basketball and the other sports don't get near the blowback for the unwritten rules. Orioles
0: 14-1, your blowout of the day. Three home runs and a nine-run third inning to uh, crack that thing wide open. Orioles still under five hundred. Billionaire Steve Cohen reached an agreement Monday to purchase majority ownership of the New York Mets from the Wilpon and Katz families. The sale is subject to the approval of Major League Baseball club owners. At least 23 of the 30 owners need to approve the transaction, and then he's the latest guy to try and turn the Mets around.
1: Well, I would approve of the transaction.
0: Well, for $2.5 billion, I expect the owners might too. Why not? What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing, 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Kyle Goon covering the Lakers and the NBA for the Orange County Register. We'll talk to Kyle and Jay Drew, BYU football writer for the Deseret News, joins us at 9 o'clock. Kyle's here at 830 on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.